On today's episode of Let Us Judge You, we will be covering Matthew Hoffman, also known as the Leaf Killer. <laughs> All right, so we're going to start with our first official episode. Um, like Megan said, we're going to be covering Matthew Hoffman, who's also known as the Leaf Killer. Um, so just to quick give you guys a rundown, what we'll do here first is I'm just going to give you a very, very, very high overview of the case. Um, basically just the main things that you would need to know. And then we're going to kind of just get started talking about what we thought and the uh, the podcast that we we used so our high level overview is in suburban ohio an entire family goes missing their house filled with ominous bloodstains the mystery deepens when it's learned the daughter was kidnapped and kept on a bed of leaves so um we listened to egg talk that was a 37 minute episode it was their first episode so we noted on there that um with that one there was a lot of bantering back and forth yeah and it was it wasn't like two friends talking kind of thing it was unrelated banter i feel like yeah um it is their first episode like you said so it did take about eight and a half minutes for the intro but that would probably come with a lot of the talking about the episode, what to expect going on. I don't know if they had a trailer or not before this, but it kind of sounded like they were summarizing what they're going to be talking about mm-hmm. um, in their podcast. So, yeah, I agree. If you like that, if you kind of like, you know, eased into something with a lot of bantering, you know, that might be your jam. Like, again, the only reason that I think we're focusing on the fact that there's a lot of banter is because it is only 37 minutes. So if they bantered for, you know, eight minutes, that leaves you 29, I think. Yes. Math is not my strong suit. Yes. That leaves you 29 <laughs> minutes to cover an entire case. And this case is it's pretty... Nuts. Well, yeah, and the thing, too, is it's not something that, I mean, even hitting all of the points i don't know if i could get i mean i probably could get through it in 29 minutes but it doesn't really seem like they would have gone into they don't go into a lot of detail with it yeah and with it being so short the format that they went through um was doing a synopsis of it synopsis of it and then going into more detail. So they did like a summary and then details, but how, like getting that into 37 minutes, it was a little hard to get some of the details um, in there. And the flow that they had with having the synopsis and the then getting into details, I don't really like that personally mm-hmm. when it goes through that flow. Yeah. It's just, hey, here's high level. You're already kind of yeah. getting your, you're already thinking ahead of how you're going to view it and what's going to happen i like the ones that lead up to this is what happened and it's introduced as you go instead of already knowing i guess i don't know if that makes sense yeah well like another reason i thought of the banter is because i know some of my other podcasts that i listen to they banter some people absolutely hate it some people don't mind it so we we thought it was just worth something bringing up in case you don't yeah and i think that's a good point because it 
It depends on the banter, because I know the podcasts that we listen to, they do kind of have, like, that friend talk kind of thing, banter a little bit, but usually it's pretty on topic, and it's short, short short-lived, but throughout this episode of Egg Talk, it it wasn't just the intro, but there was banter in the middle. There was, like, a story that was somewhat unrelated to the, the topic, so... Well, all in all, though, I mean, like I said, if you like something kind of short and to the point, I think this would, would give you that. Like I said, there's, you know, the banter in the beginning, but it's their first episode. And again, we don't want to just clearly just focus on the banter because obviously that's something that we'll end up doing. And then this will come back to bite us in the ass that we were talking about it like that. Um, but I mean, they they hit all the main points from what I remembered. Yeah. Were they? Um, I think. Yeah, they. I can't remember if they did have an inaccuracy or was it that was not? super small. Um, it was when they were talking about the jeep. Um, they oh. said it was Tina's jeep. It was it her was friend. It was Stephanie's, Stephanie's jeep. Okay. So that was super small. But I think, um, uh, like actually, like you said, it's not banter is not awful. It's just if you don't prefer that, you mm-hmm. probably don't want to yeah. listen to this one. But, um. Well, and the thing with the Jeep, too, is there's there's so many names that get brought up in this it might have case. Been, yeah. It could have easily just been a mistake. Yep. Well, yeah. and, I mean, if that's the small inaccuracy, I mean, we, yeah. we'll point it out. Small. But, again, it's not the end of the world. It's not like, oh, my God, they said this wrong. Get right. off the air. Right. Well, and, I know we had said something, but I couldn't remember what it was. So I was like, I don't know if it was worth bringing up or not. Yeah, I mean, it it is, but it's not. And it's to show, like... It's not like they took something completely off kilter and, but something good to mention about them too, though, when we talk about being biased, um, we talked about this, that, um, when they went into the background of Matthew Hoffman, there's not a lot known and they kind of touched on the point that some sources say he may have had some sort of bad background because that's usually what triggers people to be a murderer or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, um, the lady that Bridget, um, when she was telling the story, she was very unbiased with it, mm-hmm. um, which I appreciated because it wasn't like, oh, he was an awful person. And clearly, if you have this kind of childhood, you're going to be immersed. She wasn't biased. She didn't make it swayed one way or yeah. the other. Well, that's that's always good, too. I mean, that's another thing, too. If that's something that you like, that's just an unbiased look at the case. Um, you know, I mean, obviously, a lot of people hate murderers, which is normal right to hate a murderer but they're not great people no no but i mean the other thing too is you know it's it's an unbiased look at them like paula just said too it's not like you were abused as a child you're automatically a serial killer one thing i liked that they did bring up that the other two podcasts did not um so this girl was kidnapped and tortured for four days so this podcast brought up that she was released to her father, which I think all of them actually say that part. But this was the only mm-hmm. one that brought up that her father and stepmother actually physically abused her mm-hmm. after she was in their custody. Like, they never took her to therapy and physically abused her. So this poor girl just had a lifetime of trauma. Yeah, I had that noted, too. It was interesting that the other two didn't say anything about that. But I guess these are shorter ones, so they didn't mm-hmm. go into a lot of detail either. But I did notice that as well yeah so um anything else with this egg talk one i know oh one other inaccuracy i thought of um at one point they did say 
Tina's boss does go to check up on her. In this specific podcast, they said that her boss found the door was unlocked. That is not what the other sources said. The other sources said that she went in through a back window and was able to get in that way. Is that what it showed too in the, that the episode, right? Yep, she walked the docu- around the house. The documentary actually said that Tina told her that she kept a back window open. Okay. Because I do remember that from the, the documentary, her going around the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did we want to mention our documentary and sources right now? I think we probably, this is a good time to bring up what we looked at, just so the listeners are aware. Yeah. Well, Um, so along with the podcast, we also do some research. We use some other things, too. um, Like, we just wing it. That (laughs) We use (laughs) some other things, too, that we probably won't discuss on the podcast. They're basically just for us to research. But, um, you know, we did use the, what was it, killer, the episode is it's a uh, killer instinct with chris hansen yeah mount vernon gothic yeah yeah that was one of our sources that we used like i said i don't know if we need to really go into discussion about it but no, we did I use that say, yeah. yeah yeah if, if you are articles. curious about it i believe it was the last episode of the first season okay because i think when i went to rewatch it it was on like season two episode one and I was mm-hmm. like, oh nice and if you're more of a visual person, that does give you that, too. And I think you do see, Sa- not Sarah. What's the daughter's name? Is the daughter's name Sarah? The, the daughter's yeah, Sarah. name is Sarah. So, yeah, they actually have her. She talks oh. on the episode. Yeah, that's one other thing. Uh, Egg Talk said that Sarah went and changed her identity, and no one knew what she was up to, but she was interviewed on this show. So, I'm not sure about that. She definitely did that. <laughs> changed her identity then changed it back then changed it back she's like well you know people might want to know yeah all All right right. so i guess for this one egg talk um i guess my rating is i would i don't know honestly i'd probably give it like a 1.5 out of three i didn't think it was that good it was not my favorite uh, I I guess I'd probably say like a one. And I haven't listened to their other episodes, but the banter was a big part of it for me. Kind of because mm-hmm. like it'd start getting into it and then somehow they'd get off on a side note. And it's like, <sighs> mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. And I actually had one to two gavels in my head when I was trying to evaluate. So I probably would go with a 1.5 as well. Mm-hmm. So like I said, I didn't want to completely discredit it because i mean they do give a high level yeah, overview and they, a, i mean they, they don't have many errors in their statements yeah, they give, but they give it's good just information yeah and then it's just you know i mean it's their first episode so again you know whatever but this I, is our I, first episode and it's probably not, not great, great either yeah. So. yeah but that's that is our i guess take on that one so um one thing before we go on to the next one i did add in um just for the listeners if they do want to listen to these podcasts not only like was this their first episode but right now as of today um in february of 2023 they only have four episodes so um that's something that we're going to talk about probably for each podcast that we review too um thought that was a good idea so then you know if someone wants to go listen to it they're not going in and thinking oh i'm gonna listen to a whole you know series and there's only four or two you know um so this one was four episodes they started in december of 22 and their last one was january of 23 so i don't know if they're taking a break um but like 
Megan said we didn't listen to any of their other episodes. So yeah, and so also gotten a lot better since then. Mm-hmm. And also, I did some quick math with us. Um, the what is it called when you put them all together and then I put all of our ratings together and then accumulate. No, it's like average. That's the one. <laughs> that's the one. That's like the sum. No, the average. And the average that we had here was a 1.3 out of 3 is what the average is. Sorry, I don't know what words are today. Girl, look at at you in that math. Yeah, well, I didn't know what 29 was, so. Okay. I don't know numbers either. You're a word person. I really am. I'm a math person. I am. I am, I am. So... All right, so next one is Murders and Martini. Oh, Murder and Martinis, and this is um, hosted by, I guess we didn't cover that on Egg Talk. Egg Talk is hosted by John and Bridget. Um, but I did put that Murders and Martinis are hosted by Madison and Christina. Their episode on this was 59 minutes long. It was their 16th episode of the podcast, and as of today, February 25th of 23, they have 37 episodes. So, this one was the 16th of their 37 that they've had so far. I think they started last May of 22. Um, So, getting into this one, I guess what... I really liked this one. This one was probably my favorite. I think this one was my favorite, too. The the flow, the banter. I mean, there was... It wasn't necessarily banter. It was more like, I don't know, conversation between friends. But it was short. The flow was good. Um, they I like how they mentioned that there's some podcasts that they had heard, listened to. They... Cited some of their sources before they got into the story. I think they actually used the same articles as we did. I think one of them was, yeah, sounded familiar. I, th- I think it was, they used both ABC News and uh, whatever the other one was. I think they just used ABC News because there was another one that I thought about adding to our sources, but I didn't add it. That came from the same place and I cannot remember what it was called. A little bit human. Yeah, they said a little bit human oh, and that's did? what okay. we used too. The Twisted Story of Matthew Hoffman, the Leaf Killer of Mount Vernon, Ohio. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I thought their delivery and their unbiased was great. Um, their tone was great. I guess I don't, I didn't have anything. They did have, I did make oh. a note, they had a little bit of banter at the beginning, but it was not it much. Was short, yeah. It was very short to the point. They did have some sort of inaccuracy. I know that's one of our criteria, so that's why I put that. But it was, or not inaccuracy, I'm sorry, inconsistency. Um, when they talk about Tina's truck being found, they first say it was by Kenyon College. The second time they say a popular hiking trail. Well, it turns out, I mean, it's the same thing. There's a hiking trail by it. So it wasn't inaccurate. It was just inconsistent on how they presented it. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's obviously, like you said, that's kind of the criteria that we're basing it on. It's not... Again, not a huge issue, but it is something that, you know, that was noticed, so. Yeah, one thing I um, did think of, too, obviously this guy's called the Leaf Killer. He's got, like, a weird obsession with leaves and trees. This was the only podcast out of the three that we listened to that called it by its scientific name, I guess you would call it. The obsession, yeah, the yeah, for leaves. dendrophilia. The rest of them just call them an obsession, which is fine either way, but. Yep. I noticed that too. Well, and I guess that to me is, is helpful like in the episode because like consistently being like, he's obsessed with leaves. He's obsessed with leaves. It's like, well, there's actually like a clinical term for it, you know, and sometimes that stuff is, um, 
you know, it's a just it's not just an obsession with leaves. Um, one, I'm not sure if this is an inaccuracy or not. I mean, it's kind of an inaccuracy, but also none of the other sources really touch on it much. Uh, Murders and Martinis did say that Matthew Hoffman lived a half mile away from Tina and her kids. Um, the documentary you watched, they said he bought a house within 10 miles, or that was 10 miles away from their house. So, like I said, kind of inaccuracy, but it's not really confirmed either. I don't know. What do you guys think about it? Yeah, I, I think I agree um, that it was a little bit different, and I don't know if they pulled it from a different source that had it wrong. Which I, I don't could know. very well be. I feel like that's kind of a minor-ish inaccuracy. Not a huge one. Yeah, not a big deal. I do have to say one thing. Maybe this will be sincere. Whoever edits, maybe they can move this around somewhere else. Um, all I think all of the podcasts, they said that they did not suspect that he targeted these people specifically. And he kept claiming it was a burglary gone wrong and that it was... A crime of opportunity. But he slept in the woods across from their house the night before. I don't see that as a crime of opportunity. I see that as he picked out that house. Because he stayed there the night before. Yeah. But a lot of, um, not that I know, a lot of robbers. But, you know, they do that because then they wait till they leave to make it easier to break in. But at the same time, he would have seen that there was a girl there if he was trying to target her. Well, I think they had said, too, that he had... I feel like I saw... Maybe I'm just making it up. But I thought I saw that he had actually um, watched the house before, so he kind of knew what the routine was. I feel like that was... Was that in the documentary? I feel like I remember hearing that before, too. But it wasn't any of these... Well, also, I mean, the other part of that, like you said, he said it's a crime of opportunity. Why did he wait until everybody was, like, how did he, you know, know to wait till everybody was gone? Yeah. Like, how do you know? If you haven't watched for at least a couple of days, because, I mean, the thing is, he waited till both of the kids were gone, and Tina had left to go get groceries. I see crime of opportunity, like, when someone steals a car, but they... There's video of them going around the neighborhood pulling on all the car handles. Well, I would say crime of opportunity would be like he just rolls up and sees that the house looks dark and walks in. Well, you're talking about crime of opportunity and the fact that he robbed it, though? Or are you talking about crime of opportunity that he kidnapped Sarah? I don't think... I I think they were talking about him and, like, the whole crime overall. Oh, that's not a crime of opportunity. I was saying... Sorry, I was talking about the Yeah, like, the burglary aspect of it was crime of opportunity there was one i think it was the last podcast we listened to that we haven't talked about yet i think they did discuss that there is a theory that sarah was the target of it but it has not been confirmed so no one knows really if it's true well i mean the other thing with the burglary he didn't go in with anything how was he going to take anything out of the house he he had a knife no i meant like like a bag Right. Like anything like that. Like if it was yeah. a if it was a burglary, a I mean, would you not? He was 
there for a long time too. Like, well, that's and worse. that was that was my other thing. Like, you know, he didn't take anything in there to rob. I mean, I'm not saying that he needed like a you know a truck or anything, but he didn't bring a bag, a backpack, anything. Like, you're just gonna. Yeah. You know, walk Stick out of the house with a with a large screen TV, just walking down the road. Like people are gonna see that. Yeah. So I You're mean, not sneaky there, bruh. Yeah. So I mean, that's you know that could be part of the the thing too. But again, that's opinion, not fact. So. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Back to the podcast of Murders and Martinis. So, what do you guys think of that episode overall with presentation, flow, on top of that inaccuracy? It was my... I liked this one the best out of all three of them. Yep. So... Are you going to it three out of three? I mean, I suppose so. I am. Yeah. I give it three out of three. I liked the flow. Yeah. I liked their tone and everything. I think well, it was pretty good. It was good. I mean. <laughs> but not three out of three. Though. I would just, I would just give it a two. I mean, that's just, but that's just me personally. So. Yeah. Well, like I said, it did, it did really good. It was still short and to the point, but I feel like they got into a lot of the details, which I liked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was almost an hour, so that gave them a little bit more time. I mean, no one's going to be morbid. I think they did. I'm pretty sure they did multiple parts on this, but we're not talking about them. We can edit that part out. With <laughs> us, that's about a 2.1 average. Again, I did that. Thank you for the math. No problem. Anything Ashley's for you? Math or math, math. I think it's kind <laughs> of fun to know. No, it is. I was just saying, like, did you do that in your head? And yes, I did. Actually, I remember how to do, like, long division. You know, You're like so the, fast. this and the, well, it's three numbers. Oh my God. Cause what you do is you add the three and then divide the number that you get from the three. And then that's how you figure Are it you out. Are you teaching what's... me math right now? Am I? I know how to do math. I know how to math. <clears throat> anyway. Uh, yeah. So I would recommend and three out of three. So right now that is our, our top runner for what we've listened to so far. We got one more. We got one more. Don't you worry, guys. So, this one is called Un- Uneasy the Podcast. This one's hosted by Lexi and Cecilia. 31 minutes for this episode. Um, this one was their fourth episode. They have 14 episodes as of today. Um, yeah, I actually... I don't know. This one was probably my least favorite. Um, with the presentation and a couple inaccuracies, so we can loop back on me, but what do you guys, what did you guys think of this one, the uneasy? Um, as far as banter, they had the least amount of banter, and when they did banter, it was related to the case, like, um, one of them asking a question about it, and then them kind of going off of it, their question. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, the banter isn't um, off-topic, I guess. Yeah. It's, you know... Or excessive. Well, I mean, we just did it literally, like, two minutes ago, mm-hmm. where we were actually just talking about the case, not the pod. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yep. Off-topic. Mm-hmm. We're guilty. Yeah, you know. 
I mean, honestly, I think they they hit everything that they needed to. You know, I mean, I don't. Yeah, I I think they covered the story pretty well. You know, they focused on the story of it, right? But there was one thing that really bothered me, and it was how they had stated that Sarah watched her brother get brutally murdered. They said that in there. And that's not true. She didn't see her brother. I mean, she didn't know. I mean, even in the interview of the document uh, documentary, well, you said she, didn't, she know. didn't. She had no idea that anything she had no idea was gone. Because she actually ran into her room when Cody got grabbed. When Cody was grabbed, she ran into her room to try to find her phone to call. <clears throat> so she didn't know. She heard him scream, but she didn't know well, that he s- got murdered, and she had no idea. When... They said too when she got rescued. Yeah, well, first she asked to be taken back to school because she's afraid she's missing work and then she asked if her family was okay so yeah. she had no idea that her mom dad or mom brother and dog were all killed right and that's um i think that would be a big hit yeah that's a real big inaccuracy that's why i don't like that one like that's that's They're, when it was you know, the way they were talking too like they made it super dramatic okay I so did. it was kind of almost like one of those things that I mean, they might not have, but it seems like it was added for extra effect. I did to find... To a true story, cause you, and you don't do that in true I, stories. <laughs> I did find another inaccuracy also. Um, they said that there was shoe prints found in the blood, and they said that it was a... It was Matthew Hoffman's shoe, a seven and a half size shoe, it which it was not Matthew's shoe. It was Sarah's shoe because they actually found the box in her room. They were airwalks. Yes. <laughs> Again, that's kind of another big thing. Yeah, that's a big that, inaccuracy. You know, and that's... Mm. <laughs> like yeah, I said, with... Those with, are facts. Well, and the thing, were, well, and yeah. the thing, too, is with... Like I said, with true stories, you don't embellish. You don't, you know, there's... And maybe she was just reading fast and got mixed up, but... Those are big things to get mixed up. I'm not being rude, but honest. I mean, with that one, with all the inaccuracies and stuff like that, I mean, honestly, this would get, like, a one from me. Not that it's a bad one, but, I mean, if you're going to mess up like that, I'm going to give you a one. Yeah. Everything else yeah, was fine, same. but... Same. Yeah, they, they did pretty well on the case otherwise, but those are some pretty big inaccuracies so yeah um i i would also give them a one and i did note too though i did appreciate their timeline that they gave when they were in the presentation so other than the inaccuracies like i said they they went through the background they went through his previous crimes they went through things that actually happened that year about his girlfriend and him breaking up in 2010 so yeah. like that was something that no one else covered that um, was other one, than the do- our, our yeah, sources that was one thing that i did really like because they talked and his dog about- ran away <laughs> Yeah. I don't know where they got that from. But well, because they talked about, too, how after he got released from Colorado, when he set those ones on fire, he was ordered to pay $2 yeah. million dollars yep. in restitution. And they're like, so they're setting him up yep. to rob. So yep. yeah, I, I did like that, that they covered that. Yeah. Um, but I, w- I would give them one because of the inaccuracy. And, you know, they have 14 other episodes on other things that maybe that was just a one-time thing. I don't know. Well, but. I mean... Like you said, it could just be an off, an off day, and it just happened that way. Everything else was fine, but you know, I mean, the average of that one now is one. So, 
Um, okay, so since I did all the hard maths for this, I'm going to give you all the averages because I did maths. So, so um, proud of you. I, thank you. So Egg Talk got a 1.3. Uh, Murders and Martinis got a 2.1. And Uneasy has a 1. So clearly out of the three, we would obviously recommend Murders and Martinis as the one to listen to. And I know, Megan, you said there was something else that they added that nobody else had, which is probably good to, to note. Yeah, yeah. So one thing that I did realize... Um, they talk about how Tino is moving. Murders and Martinis was really the only one, I believe, that talked about how Tina was moving out of the house she shared with her boyfriend, Greg. And Greg was questioned about his whereabouts when this happened. And obviously had a solid alibi, so he was let off. But yeah, none of the, either, either of the other podcasts really mentioned that. Or Stephanie Sprang's boyfriend calling to report Stephanie missing also. I think. Tell me if I'm wrong. Guys. Yeah, I don't remember that specific detail. I remember that obviously being in uh, the documentary that we used as a source, but I don't remember the other podcast having that either. Um, yeah. I mean, all in all, if this is something that interests you or you think it's a something that could interest you. It's a really interesting case to listen to. It's very interesting. Where they they actually go into like you know, kind of almost the psychology, you know, of the leaf thing. Yeah. Like they, that's weird. Yeah, they try to it's real it's it's strange. He had so many leaves in his house, they were afraid he was hiding bodies in the leaves. Yeah. They had to like go through That's a lot of leaves. <laughs> And the I funny thing is there's no trees really around. They said he'd they, have to carry well, didn't them he had, in. He had two trees in his yard. Well, didn't, yeah. he, didn't he, like, sleep in trees? Yeah. Yeah. Like, wasn't he, like... In... They said it was, like, three feet deep of leaves Okay, so just, just like, for, like, a mental image of that, that's, like, like, like a toddler, correct? Three feet? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like, that, imagine... That would be above even. That's, like, that, yeah. mid-thigh. I mean, that, like, a toddler would be lost in those leaves. Imagine, like... For me, it's always helpful to have, like, a visual. Like, I think of my nephew because he's that age. And I'm like, he would be covered with leaves. Just walking. Yeah. Straight up. Yep. Like, and it's not, nuts. like, one pile. That was the whole room. Yeah. Yeah. And there's so many details, though, that obviously we didn't go over because we didn't, that's not our point of our episodes. Yeah. But yeah, but it's still. very interesting, and I would recommend listening to it somewhere. Yeah. Heck, maybe listen to all of them. Yeah. And maybe you have one that you think is better than the three that we listen to. But um, like Megan said before, we, you know, in our trailer, actually, that we randomize it. So we're trying not to listen to more than one well, episode of the too, same podcast. Well, and also, but... too, we're, we're looking for ones that aren't huge, ones that are smaller, you yeah. know, podcast-wise. Yep. But, no, I mean, all in all, like I said, the case is very, it's one of the ones that we picked out. Because before we started our podcast, we did each submit, like, three that we wanted to look mm-hmm. into, and this was one of them because, like I said, I think it's, the whole thing of it is is interesting. And the fact that, you know, it was, it was kind of random, even though it was possibly premeditated, and just the whole, the whole thing of it. Yeah. You know. It was messy. I feel like part of it was premeditated, but some of it was not. No. Because it got messy. He was, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. He's nuts, though. Mm-hmm. But at the end of it, I mean, you know, Sarah got out, which is 
great for her. Unfortunately, you know, the rest of her family didn't make it, but at least she was able to, you know, live and be able to like, you know, speak for them in a sense mm-hmm. when they went to trial and everything like that. So she could get some kind of justice. Yeah. I know I read somewhere too. She wanted to, it was one of our sources. Yeah. She wanted to that. testify, like talk, say something and they to told her not at to fa- face yeah. to face in mm-hmm. court. And they were like, you should not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, I don't know. I can't imagine going through that and then like getting released to your dad and stepmom and they're supposed yeah. to help take care of you and they don't do anything and to help you, you go to don't therapy, take you to therapy. Yeah. don't actually, actually do the complete just, opposite just make it like <laughs> seven times worse it's not funny it's awful i laughed but it's like that's terrible. It's just, and now she's i mean I, she's I probably a lot better now laughing. she's a lot better now mm-hmm. i'm sure i'm sending my notes to our email well, Megan's just ahead of the game here. And the social media over yeah. here. Well, Speaking of which. If you like what you heard today, <laughs> go ahead and give us a like and a follow on whatever platform you're listening to this on. Um, that helps us get noticed by more people. You can also find us on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at L-U-J-Y pod. And again... Thank you for listening to Let Us Judge You. Bye. Bye. Bye.